Hello, my friend, and welcome to this mini series, this back to school wellness mini series, where there will be three mini episodes one titled Sanity Saving Systems and Routines, second, Mental and Emotional Support for Back to School, and three, Activity and Nutrition for Our Kids, Ourselves back to school. So depending on which episode you are listening to right now, make sure that you are checking out the other two because all three are going to go together and make this beautiful wellness plan for you and your kiddos that are headed off to school. But hey, what do I know? (laughs) When you guys said on Instagram that this was your topic of choice, I was like, what do I know? I've only got one kid and he's starting kindergarten. But I think we got some really good mom hacks in here and systems and things that you are really going to like, enjoy, and think about how you can um, factor these in for your family and your routines. I'm not going to say my rhythms and routines or my tips or anything like that is going to work for your family. But what I hope is that you take some of the collective information and you're like, oh, I really do want to contribute that to what's going on in our household. And also, if you are a mom with all of the school back to school hacks, please go to Instagram and send me a message on what I need to know with a kiddo that is off to school. For example, some of my mom friends told me that, hey, when you see or if you see some of that like minute back to school stuff, on clearance after the school year has started, like markers and crayons, color pencils, and things like that. Grab a couple of those because sometimes the teachers mid-year will send out a letter saying, hey, could we get any more supplies? And then, you know, during that time of the year, you can't find like any of that back to school type of stuff because that's not what's in season. Hey, you snag some of that and then you'd be like, yes, teacher, I got you. Another thing that I did that I thought was like the ultimate hack this year was we had a very specific school list. Like they had to have the certain number of crayons that came in this certain type of box. They couldn't, you know, when I went to school, it was like, you know, the cool kids came to school with like the bajillion 100 million pack of crayons. No, 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 not acceptable anymore, at least for our school. With pencils, it's like you got to have the yellow sharpened pencils. And so it didn't, <laughs> they're not segmenting the kids who are like cool and have the, uh, you know, Batman pencils. Cause I know for sure if I brought my, if I brought my six year old shopping, he would have picked out like the Batman pencils and all of those things. They're like, no, these specific ones. And so what I did was I went on the Walmart app. You could do Target if you're a Target person, but you're going to save more money if you do Walmart. Get over yourself. Walmart's where it's at, okay? And I did a Walmart order in, oh my gosh, was it like, end of July. Like I had my ish together with this friends. So I did a Walmart order. I just ran through the entire list, had it delivered to our house. And then my son and I went shopping with my mom to pick out his backpack and his shoes and some clothes. So really when we did back to school shopping, we kind of eliminated all the minute type of things. It also made it so he wasn't distracted or getting upset that he couldn't have the box of crayons that had 1 million trillion thousand colors because on the school list it says he needs the 24 pack or whatever it is. So I thought that was like an ultimate mom hack. But if you have more mom hacks like that that we need to know with kiddos going back to school, like I'm not on here saying I'm the know-it-all, come to Instagram and tell me about it. But let's get rolling into this mini series. Mental and emotional wellness. That's what we are talking about in the second of this three-part mini-series. And what I am really just going to be emphasizing today and to keep these at mini-episodes is talking about decompressing 
and being ahead of the topics of the age your kids are at and improving your emotional intelligence. Those are going to be the things that I'm going to be kind of breezing into today because when our kids are at school, there is a lot going on. There is a lot going on socially and a lot of things for them and energy for them to observe and absorb as well. And so I really think it's important for us to recognize like school is a lot of work on them. Like their brains are really working and really um, growing and developing through all of this, right? Duh, like we all know that, right? But are we really being intentional or paying attention to allowing our kids to decompress in healthy ways? And also, are we ahead of the game in the topics that our kids are going to be talking about and experiencing. You know, I I talked about this with a group of friends and I kind of hesitate bringing it here onto the podcast, but I do think it is important where I was talking about how with my kids, there are times where I prepare myself and kind of imagine out how hard conversations will go with my kids. Like, We all know those type of topics that we will eventually have to talk to our kids about. And as much as we try to rehearse or be prepared for those tough topics, they'll probably throw us off guard, right? Because we're going to think, wow, we have to talk about this before, you know? And I've also been pretty... Uh, with everything that went on in 2020 and 2021 and all that went on with that, I was really good about the kids not being under stress that wasn't at their level. Do you know what I mean? Like the political banter and this or that, like that type of stuff my kids didn't need to hear or we didn't need to talk about with them. But there are going to be things, especially with them going to school, that they hear from others. And for me, if I'm the first one to talk to my kid about these types of topics or various types of topics, Like, I would rather be the first that they hear it from instead of the last or through the grapevine or, you know, do you do you know that this is going on at school? And so with mental and emotional wellness, I think even some of our own personal research can go into this, like straight up asking your teacher, like, what is going on collectively in the class or Googling, like, what are a lot of third graders talking about, you know, like my son's only in kindergarten, but I have had some thoughts in my head and like kind of imagery or not role play because I'm not doing this out loud, but like I visualized having the conversation about alcohol with my kids because it, it has been something that has impacted my life. There's also another topic that is really on my heart that I tell my kids all the time is you never keep an adult secret. If an adult tells you keep this a secret, tell somebody, tell the person you trust, tell dad, tell me, tell anybody. You are not responsible for keeping a secret for a grown adult. That is something I'm passionate about because that is something I experienced, right? And I've also, my best friend and I were talking about when 
some certain situation happen, like being left out or somebody doesn't want to play with them. Like really, how do I want to talk about these types of situations with my kids, right? Taking ownership of what of, of how to show up. And I think that will be really helpful for kids when they are in mental and emotional distress because of these things that they are going through, when their parent is kind of a calm, collected, and prepared for that. I don't know. I feel like it would be just very beneficial for our kids if we not necessarily take on their hurts that they're going to go through because all of our kids are going to go through different things, right? They're going to have different life experiences. And a lot of those we can't control and we can't stop them from happening to our kids. But what we can do is try to better ourselves so then we can be a mental and emotional support. Um, If you can remember what it was like to be a teenager and a young kid and when your friend didn't want to play with you and how sad you were, and even though we have the hindsight as an adult that, oh honey, like that friend not wanting to play with you today, it's not going to matter to you in 10 years. Instead of like totally dismissing those you know, you can come at it from a compassionate way of like, I remember when one of my friends or, you know, really doing your research too based on parenting styles that feel right for you. I know my parenting style is not for everybody, um, but really being prepared for those types of situations can mentally and emotionally help kids. I also want to caveat and say Encourage your children to go see and get to know their school counselors. I went to my elementary school counselor and she made such a great companion during the tough times in elementary school. I feel like that was really supportive for me. I was, I really enjoyed having a space and place that I could talk to somebody, right? And trust. And I really think that's why for me, therapy is not as big of a deal to go to as it is for other adults because I grew up going and seeking support when I wanted to process these types of things, right? And then the last part is um, learning about emotional intelligence and you learning about that will also help and open up dialogue and communication for you and your kids. Remembering that, you know, sometimes your kids will want to chat and talk to you if it's like it, every kid is different, right? Like some kids like to sit down and chat. Some kids like to chat and throw a ball back and forth on a bike ride or a walk and or in the car. Like sometimes it's silence, but sometimes it's really great communication. And remembering that, Even just sitting with our children will help them feel supported. And that means, you know, putting the phone down. That's one reason why I really try to maintain no phone zone for myself between 4 and 8 p.m. Because when a phone is in front of your face, that makes makes you feel unavailable to whoever's around you. Because even as adults, right? Like if you're in a room with a group of eight people and four of them are on their phones and just have their phones in front of their faces, which ones are you going to talk to? You're going to talk to the ones that aren't on their phones, right? And so kind of just visualizing that and imagining. So I know today's mini series episode is really more about us as the adult, right? Like 
It's really about us as the adult trying to be as stable and steady mentally and emotionally. So then our kids are seeing that modeled. And this is hard work. It's been hard work for me. I've gone to therapy when it comes to emotional intelligence. I think the book Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown really opened my eyes to the complexity of the different emotions. And it's a tough job and we're going to make mistakes. And I think it's also a healthy thing to be like, hey, I totally, totally overreacted in that moment. I don't, I'm not proud of acting or reacting in that way, blah, blah, blah. Being that good, healthy role model for your kids is what will be helpful for them with mental and emotional support because they're going through big things. There's going to be heavy topics to learn about and be discussed. And to me, I think as the parent, I just really want to try to be as stable for my kids as I can be in the result of hoping that their mental and emotional state will be sound and steady and strong too. Let me know your thoughts on this episode. I hope you got some sort of nugget and encouragement from it, as well as some encouragement to be on your own personal growth journey. You know, if emotions and and mental health is something that you struggle with, there's no shame in that. I have a whole series on this podcast of mental health. I talk about me going to therapy. I talk about all the personal development books and coaches and mentors that I've hired to help me through this. And every time that I learn even just a small new skill from something that I've invested in, I'm so proud of myself for making moves and changing old patterns or becoming aware of something that I wasn't aware of in the past. It's just always been beneficial to improve myself first and I see a ripple effect in my whole family dynamic from it so thank you for listening to today's episode the next one is going to be on activity and nutrition